TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Joe Bacino is with us this afternoon. He is a research analyst at the Defense Innovation Board, former communications director at U.S. Central Command, retired U.S. Army colonel. Joe, thanks for coming on. You wrote a piece in Real Clear Defense that certainly caught my attention. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. I I appreciate you having me on. And, And with that intro, can I just lay out two pieces for you that Absolutely. just struck out to me. Go for it. So, so I was in Poland when, when uh, Russia invaded the full, the full scale invasion, I was in Poland with the NATO reassurance mission. We were there uh, basically because we thought, we thought Putin was going to overrun Ukraine in four days. And, and our, our point there was, you know, we had a big military force in Poland sending a message to Putin, you know, don't go any further. Once you eat through Ukraine, don't invade a NATO country. Um, and, you know, obviously we were wrong. We were wrong about the um, the will and the resolve of the Ukrainian soldiers. And then over time, we became wrong about their ability to adapt to that kind of, of fighting. An- another thing I just want to point out is that we're not sending money to Ukraine. And that, that's this is being, you know, I, I just want to maybe explain this a little more clearly. The money goes to inside the United States. It goes to places like Lima, Ohio, where we make the tanks. It goes to places like uh, Simi Valley, California, where we make the switchblade drones that they're using. It stays in the U.S. We make, we produce the material. It's not like we're sending it to Zelensky and he uses it. I, I, uh, I just want to maybe lay those two things flat just to maybe start level set the conversation a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's an important point. But the um, the bottom line in your most recent pieces, you just think that there is not a chance at this point for Ukraine to win. Well, you I don't want to put words in your mouth. You laid out here it yeah. looks, to you. It looks like there, there's an issue here with with victory for Ukraine. There's no way for them to win. We reached a point where. They, they're they not going to be able to gain any more terrain. That's how you win this kind of war. It's like who holds terrain. Um, and, and I think that the, the, the White House and this administration has to be honest in, in their assessment of this or honest in, with the American people about this, is that what's happened now is that all of the advantages at this point accrue to Russia. Ukraine has done everything they could, but they're now – consolidating ammunition. They have very little ammunition. They're now recruiting 50-year-olds. So, you know, they've run through their population of, uh, you know, military-age fighters. They're, they have no ability 
to, to gain any more ground and they have limited ability to hold what they've got. Russia can now just throw mass at this problem. They have overwhelming advantages in size, speed, technological capability, and they can just throw this these things at Ukraine until Ukraine breaks. You know, normally in this kind of fight, the the time horizon favors the defense, right? Favors the smaller mm-hmm. force and the force and defense. In this case, the longer this goes, it favors Putin. So, you know, that that's unfortunately what we've got. It, w- there was a window. Um, it, it was like around this time last year, frankly, there was a window where we had an opportunity and Ukraine had an opportunity to push Putin to the point where they, they wouldn't win, but they'd go into negotiations of some kind of peace treaty where they'd get a guarantee of no additional Russian incursions, something that's favorable towards Ukraine. And even that is no longer viable. Joe Pacino is with us. He's a research analyst at the Defense Innovation Board. So let, let's kind of go back to the to the aid, the $60 billion, the weapons. We're sending some F-16s. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be there for a little bit of time. But I think what I hear is you're making the case, even if all of this sort of comes through, Ukraine's still going to fail and fall, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. The Ukraine is still going to fall. You know, if we can throw two, three, or four more of these aid packages at Ukraine, then maybe maybe Ukraine can bleed Russia for a little bit further. And that's only to our benefit, okay? It's a very dark calculation. Um, but the, the more Ukraine, the longer Ukraine fights on, even in a losing, ultimately a losing effort, the more you erode Russia for us, for the good of us. Right, right. Um, and I do want to say something about these jet fighters, the, the uh, F-16s, is, is that they're not going to make a difference. Those jet fighters need long runways, and the runways in Ukraine are now all cratered. They're unusable. Again, they would have made a difference like 18 months ago. That's interesting. But but they're not going to – I think it's being reported as if those could turn the tide. It's a very capable aircraft. First of all, it requires an awful lot of training to use all the weapons on that thing. Um, but that they're not going to make a difference. Joe, you also make the point, and this is, this is interesting, too, that because and we talk about this here on this show because the news, hike, news cycle changes so quickly, geopolitics changes real fast, right? So you had this situation in Ukraine. There was a lot of focus, and then it changed on October 7th. Now there's focus elsewhere, and there's demands for resources elsewhere. That does not help Ukraine. It doesn't help Ukraine. And then the other thing, you know, people— People in, you know, I'm in D.C. right now, and people in D.C. say, well, boy, you know, we should hold to our commitments. We really should hold to our commitments overseas. We should do that, but I feel I agree with that. Yes, we should do that, but we're not beholden to that. We have a democratic process, and people in Maine may not want to hold to those commitments. They may change their minds over time, and they get a vote. They get a literal vote. And, you know, where, where the country is, and I don't do the politics, I just do military oh, analysis. That's appreciated, where, yeah. Yeah, I mean, where the country is right now is in more of an isolationist philosophy. I, I, I think that's not for the good. Uh, I, I think that's for the bad. I, I disagree with that. But 
you know, doesn't really matter what well, I. But think. let me let me piggyback on that. So what what we're told by a lot, lot of people, and look, I, I feel in in a weird way this is my evolution because I've never really been an isolationist. I've made a strong case for mm-hmm. you know, our role in other parts of the world, but this one, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. I don't know if it's because of the border, the things that we're seeing in this country, but I, I'm not as open to to all these resources going overseas. But what we're told is, man, if we don't do something now, then Putin's going to go into NATO. You know, he'll go into Poland or another NATO member. What What are your thoughts on that? I am. I'm a little bit like a lot of like a lot of people in this country. I'm out with that. Okay, I, I'm out with that. There's a thing I call it. In a, you know, there's, I call it threat inflation. I came up with this term about. I like it, and years I think ago. I think I know where you're going, and I agree with it. But go ahead. You know, boy, I tell you, if we don't go into Iraq in 2003, yeah, wait yeah. till they wait till Saddam has a nuke. Okay, Saddam's never going to have a nuke. Let's let's be let's be serious here. You know what though? I bought a lot of us bought into it. A lot of us made the case. Tony Blair made the case. George W. We all made the case back then, right? We all made the case, but you know, you you are a learning animal, just like I am, yes. and, and we're we're a learning country, and uh, you know, fool me twice type of thing. I mean, you know, you know, I, I think where we align priorities are, I think, I think that changes over time, and where we align priorities is kind of where we see ourselves in in the day to day. I think there's a little bit, you know, when you say this this. If Putin gets past Ukraine, he's going to roll through Poland. That, that, may, that may be true. Okay, that may be true. I, I mean, it, it's he, he's he's proven in my mind to be irrational. I, I would say that you know some of that is the defense industrial base does need to pump out production. It it, it needs right. to loosen its supply lines. So you know you get this aid through and then. You know what's the next sort of threat? You know, boy, China is looking looking pretty hard at Taiwan. You know, um, Iran is is really you know is really stretching its arms and legs there in the Middle East. So, you know what? I, I'm a little I'm very skeptical of, of threat inflation. Yeah, justifiably so. Be. Yeah. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.